0: Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is pretty sad and kind of scary, so if you want, you can just skip it and go to the next story, or the one after that. All right, if you're still here, I'll tell you the name of the story. It's called The Ruin of a Tisket. Well, the grown-ups, the Mimi grown-ups, had another big meeting a couple of days after Trini returned and Eira hid behind a curtain so she could spy on them and listen, like she usually did. Trini said, we made it across the lake to it. They didn't lose anyone on halvalan A murmur of surprise rippled through the room. Trini raised her voice and said, but something strange did happen in their land. Sometime in the night on halvalan a huge red mountain appeared in the middle of a field not far from the city. It had windows and a door and a chimney era stepped out from behind the curtain and she said i had a dream about a big yellow mountain and then cronky said why is there a kid here and another one said she needs to leave trini held up a hand and said no let her stay she is wiser than many and braver than most she deserves to know there were some grumblings and murmurs from the other grown-ups but no one protested any further and then Trini continued her tale. She said, there's more. We found animals inside the mountain. Kronky said, what kind of animals? All kinds of animals. And they were different from regular animals. How? Well, most of them were smaller than wild animals, about the size of us. And they could talk. A dread silence fell over the room. Fronky said, then the prophecy is coming true. The end of the world is nigh. Trini said, none of the animals we met seemed capable of destroying the world. They were all very friendly. It's strange, though. They claim to have been here for many years. When I told them the mountain had just appeared, they seemed mystified. I think time moves differently in there. And the magic in the mountain is different very powerful but random and dreamlike. It is not like our magic. I felt a little ill after spending a brief time there. There was a long silence as the crowd tried to digest this news. And then the old woman Giggy, the wise woman of the town said, something strange has clearly happened to our world. The disappearances, the arrival of the talking animals, the strange new mountain. "'But what does it all mean? "'Are these things connected in some way? "'I will reflect on this and consult the cards.'" Trini said, "'Well, whatever the case may be, "'our kin in a tasket have agreed to house some of the children.'" <gasps> Era gasped. Trini turned to her with a grim smile, "'and she said, "'Don't worry, you and your brother can stay here with me.'" "'Okay.'" Era breathed a sigh of relief.'" She didn't want to be far away from the place where her parents had disappeared. Well, Era spent much of the next two years trying to get stronger and smarter. Of course, since she was a Mimi, she stayed about seven years old in Mimi years. She exercised her wings until she could fly further and higher than any other kid. She read Cronky's old scrolls and learned much about the history of Magic Woods. She taught herself important words and phrases in 17 languages. She gathered a bag full of useful supplies from her parents' house, packets of food, a map, a new knife, a miniaturizer that could make any object small and then large again, and a length of rope. And she learned some fighting moves and survival skills from Trini, and she thought, the minute I turn into a teenager, I'll have kept my promise to Trini, and then I'll go forth and solve the mystery of what happened to my parents. But then she had a really bad dream. She told her best friend, Fenna about it. She said, I-, I dreamt that a huge thunderstorm came, bigger than the sky, and there was a ball of light at the center of it, and lightning shot out of the ball and burned the city to the ground. Fenna said, Ye yikes. Have you told the grown ups? Era said, Oh, they never listen to me. Era had the dream twice more that week, and at last Fena decided to talk to Gigi, the wise woman. She went to Gigi's hut and knocked on the door. Gigi? Yes? The old woman was stirring a cauldron full of bubbling brew. What is it, child? Era had a really bad dream. Hmm. Um, She dreamt that a huge thunderstorm came Bigger than the sky And lightning came down and killed everyone And burned the city to the ground Gigi didn't even look up She said, yes, that sounds like she had a nightmare Fenna said, but Era's nightmares are prophetic Pfft, Gigi harumphed But listen, before the grown-ups disappeared She dreamt of a long line of kings and queens who vanished And then she saw an evil pumpkin that said I am the final king Gigi frowned but kept stirring the brew, Fenna said, and then she dreamt that her parents were flowers that withered away. Gigi stopped stirring, listening closely. And then the very next day, she dreamt that the stars fell from the sky. Now Gigi turned around and looked right at Fenna, and Fenna said, and then that night all our parents disappeared. Giggy threw up her arms and said, "'Oh, why didn't anyone tell me the child had the gift of prophecy? "'Oh, we must prepare the days of Doom are at hand. "'We haven't a minute to lose.' But then the sound of thunder rolled across the land. (coughs) The sky grew dark. Giggy and Fena stepped outside cautiously. So did all the other Mimis in the city.' They saw a ball of light floating in the sky, almost too bright to look at. Era was down near the water with her brother, and she went, This is just like my dream. Poki said, Dweem. The glowing ball of light spoke It said, "Mm, I am Mama, the most beautiful and powerful goddess in the universe. Era frowned. The voice sounded familiar. Mm, you must bow down and worship me. You will give me all your jewels and magical objects. You will build a mighty temple in my honor. Gigi said, And what if we refuse? Mm, then you will die. Gigi said, She reeks of evil. The foul stench of lava muck surrounds her. The ball of light said, Worship me or die. And a young warrior said, we will not worship an agent of evil, and he shot an arrow into the sky, right at the ball of light. But the glowing goddess flicked the arrow aside with a bolt of silver lightning. A chill settled on Era's heart. Then the ball of light said, you will die for that, and she zapped the young warrior with a bolt of electricity, and he fell down dead. Children screamed, and Mimis ran about in a blind panic as the glowing ball shot lightning at them. Some of the buildings caught on fire. Trini stood on a hillside by the water and called out to the other Mimis, Get the children to safety! Warriors, grab your weapons and join me! Some of the women and girls flew west, over the lake, away from the violence and destruction. The boys gathered at the water's edge. They tried to get into boats, but the glowing woman destroyed the boats with her lightning. <laughs> Era carried Pokey into Trini's house and grabbed her pack. Then she stepped outside and flexed her wings. And Pokey said, why? Trini shouted to her. She said, Era, you can't carry him. You have to save yourself. Era said, I'm going to fly him to safety and then I'll come back and help you. Trini said, You'll be lucky to make it across the lake by yourself. Never mind with a baby. You can't both go across. Even I couldn't carry a baby that far. You're both gonna die. Pokey said, Baby? But Era felt strong. She flexed her wings and lifted off the ground with her baby brother and her pack. She said, I'll be back. The air was full of smoke. Era choked and gagged as she flew through the haze. <laughs> Trini shook her head sadly, watching them go. Then she and her small band of warriors turned to face the glowing goddess. They aimed their arrows and fired. But the evil goddess zapped their arrows away. Then she shot killing bolts of electricity at the line of warriors. And she said, Will you worship me now? Trini said, Never! And she threw her spear as hard as she could just before a bolt of lightning struck her dead. (laughs) Trini's spear struck the edge of the ball of light, and the ball of light went, ah! and for a moment, her brightness dimmed, and the surviving Mimis could see the woman behind the light. It was a Mimi, not a goddess. Her hair blew wild all around her like a halo, and she wore the crown of creation on her head. Its crimson light burned with the color of fire and blood. Giggy shouted up at her. I saw your face. I know who you really are. Versa. And now the world will know the truth. Versa seethed with the anger at being recognized. She summoned her remaining power and uttered a powerful curse. Lava mark, oblivion knocks. And with those words, every last Mimi left in town, including Giggy, Fena, Scooch, and Cronky, disappeared from the face of the earth. Versa was wounded, but very much alive. She managed to reach the forest just outside the burning city. There she used the crown to recreate herself from herself, a painful and dangerous practice. She placed her hands upon her stomach and said, "'Create an all-powerful goddess!' And then the crown took her apart and created her anew. She emerged completely healed, at least in body. And when she was ready, she headed west, across the lake, to destroy the last Mimi city left on Earth. Meanwhile, in the city of Atiskit, a gentle rain began to fall. The fires slowly died. And then the once vibrant city fell silent and still. Over the years, the grass grew long in that deserted town. Cracks appeared in the streets. Dark vines crept up the sides of the ruined buildings. Travelers avoided that place, believing it cursed. Even wild animals stayed away. No more did the air hum with buzzing bees and soaring butterflies and the sweet trill of songbirds. The only sound was the mournful sigh of the wind through deserted streets. In those later years, it was known as Ghost Town. Well, that's the end of the story, the ruin a Tisket. The next story is called Halfway Island. Goodbye.